Who do I talk to when I need somebody to talk to? God. But aside from that, I'm going to talk to you, my podcast, and the people that are listening. So, man, I just had a chance to minister um, to an Indian kid, um, which I think his religion is Hinduism. But he did mention something about Islam. And man, he was receptive to it, you know. And I was, man, I was starting to make some good progress with him, you know. And I was trying to hurry up and get into it. And I'm like, you have to accept, you know, Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. If you ask him to come into your heart, you know, and, and you believe that he's your Savior, then he'll be, you know. he's God's always communicating to you anyway, you know what I mean? But really press in and really call out for God and he will respond to you, you know. And so he was just asking a lot of questions like, well, what are all these scriptures on your car? And what is his website? And so when people do that, you know, and I'm wearing my Jesus jacket and they don't, as soon as I tell them and they don't like run away, then I know that I can start to minister to them a little bit. But man, as soon as I started making some progress, his boss came out, who's also Indian Farid was his boss name and his name was Farhan. So Lord, I just uplift Farhan to you today. And I just ask that you find ways to communicate with him. He was receptive. He wanted to hear the gospel. He was really being drawn into it. Um, so yeah, Lord, I just pray that you said when two or more gathered in your name that you're present. And I know somebody on the other end of this podcast is listening. And I just pray that they... Uh, come into agreement to save his soul, Lord. <clears throat> it gets emotional for me because <clears throat> it's just like it's, it's just a lot of lost people in the world. And it's too much. It's like it's a lot of work. For like one Christian to, <clears throat> there's just not a lot of us out here, you know, so. And it's like I keep telling God, like, put me in position. Like, I want to go hard. Like, I want to do this full time. Like, I want to, I really want to spread the gospel like wildfire, you know what I mean? Like, I really want to do that, but I'm limited, you know, and I'm li limited because of finances and because of my job, you know. I just hate that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hate the fact that it all comes down to money and there's just like not enough time. Because there's people out here that are really, they're really, they're really searching for answers, you know what I'm saying? And we got into the conversation because I was waiting for like a half hour. And really, I only have to wait like 15 minutes before I could cancel an order and, and just go to a different location or whatever. And, um, Last night was a tough night because people steal, you know, so customers will order stuff. And as soon as you deliver it, they cancel the order. So I don't get paid. And then I tried to, I finally got a supervisor from my job on the phone. And he was like, yeah, I work from home and you guys just don't understand. I've been doing this line of work for a long time. And if you guys would just do your job and accept every order and just work, everything would be better. <clears throat> and I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, because um, he was like, just a couple t seconds talking to you, I could tell that you're honest and, you know, 
you're about you're just and you want to do you know you want to do the right thing and i'm like well just after a couple minutes of talking to you i could tell that you're not <clears throat> and he got kind of shocked because most people think if they pay you a compliment that you're going to return a compliment but i'm just honest and i don't care about anybody's feelings i don't care like there's just no time for that no more like we just need facts you know we just got to be blunt and straight to the point because there's just no more time to waste i can't sugarcoat anything like we just don't have the time for that and i'm just like because he was like and i'm like man don't you understand <clears throat> i could wait at the warehouse for an hour and a half two hours get one order that's a half hour away which means if i got to drive 30 minutes there i got to drive 30 minutes back and since you guys don't want to tell us if we're getting tipped or not then um then I might only make a dollar fifty. So now I gotta now I gotta put money out of my own pocket to make the delivery. And I'm like, that's what you call slavery. Because I was telling like, why don't you guys tell us what the tip is up front so we can choose whether we want to want to work want to take the order or not? He's like, because if there's nobody's tipping, nobody's going to take the order. Then our bu our business collapses. And I'm like, dude, anywhere you go, Pizza Hut, any type of delivery job, they're going to give you ten dollars an hour. $2.50 a delivery and you keep the tips. That's a correct model. That's the way that you treat your employees. But since you treat us as independent contractors, he's like, hey man, you signed up for the job. That's on you. So just talking to him, man, it just disgusted me. And I was just like, I just want you to know one thing, man. Justice will be served. Justice will be served. And we have to remember, you know, the first will be last and the last will be first forever forever when those when those positions reverse it's forever those positions reverse forever today i fasted till five right and i went to go get some food and right when i was getting out of the car there was some lady next to me she opened her car door first so i let her go obviously she had the door open and then I started walking in and I slowed down a little bit to let them go ahead of me, you know what I mean? And then they stopped because the driver was like zipping up her jacket or something. So I walked ahead of them and then I seen they started to speed up. And I'm like, I'm just, I was thinking I'm just going to walk ahead to open the door for them, you know what I'm saying? So I opened the door for them and let them go. And then while they was in front of me, they was like, well, it's just you, why don't you go before us? I'm like, nah, it's fine. He's like, well, we're ordering a lot of stuff. I was like, okay. So, you know, I ordered, I picked all my ingredients, ordered my food, and then the guy gives me, he's, I don't mean to be picky, you know what I mean? But when you wait all day long to eat, you know what I mean? That's like your, that's like your prize for the day because you fasted, you know what I mean? So you going through stomach pains all day long. You know, you're doing it for the Lord, of course. And you just want that meal to be perfect. You know what I mean? You want fresh ingredients, the whole nine. So when he was just giving me like the end of it, which when they give you the end of it, you're not getting a correct portion because they're literally scraping what's left in the container and they're just there and I'm, I knew that wasn't a correct portion because a correct portion is the the ladle 
you know, the spoon, the scooper thing. So if the scoop is not filled up, that's not a correct portion. So if you're scraping it and it's, I'm getting like a fourth of what I'm supposed to get. And I just heard in my head, like, yeah, the last will be first, the first shall be last, you know? And so as soon as he does that, he slides my thing over to the next guy to start working on the order. And then they pull out the, the brand new container of fresh ingredients. And I saw that, and the other guy just started piling all the other ingredients on top of whatever. And I'm just like, so I couldn't help it. I said something I'm like, how do you know I didn't want fresh ingredients? And so the guy was like, oh. so he grabbed a little bit more, a, a little bit more of the fresh ingredients and, and put, just dumped it on top of the, on top of my salad, right? So, you know, I'm still thinking like, well, I still got, <laughs> you know what I mean? Old, old food that's been just sitting there all day. You know what I mean? The end of it. Like really, like if I was with my friend Pep, man, he he don't play. Like when I go out to eat with him, he he do not play. He has no problem telling you, you know, if you serve it, you know, and one thing is off, he'll send it back. He's like, man, send that back to the kitchen. Classic. He always says it. I just don't. I usually just don't have like the heart to do that. You know what I mean? Oh my car, man! I'm so I'm so frustrated with this vehicle. Just I'm tired of it, man. Try not to complain, man. But it's just when you spend that much money at a shop, you know, like I'm not going to some guy on the corner with a jack. Like I'm going to a professional mechanic shop paying more money because they're in the shop and they got a lift and all of that and they still just can't fix can't fix it and they're charging me all this money saying that it's fixed but as soon as I leave it's not fixed and I just get tired of going back and back and back like I did, I did it 20 20 times within the past month or so you know what I mean like I'm just I'm just disgusted anyway the devil just been attacking me like crazy, you know what I mean? And it's just too much to deal with. And it's just like every little chance he, he gets to try to to get at me, he does. So, anyways, I just wanted to jump on here to lift up a prayer for um, that guy. I already forgot his name, um, but he was receptive, re receiving the gospel. And it was, I could see it, the look in his eyes, like that wonderment, like, you know, kind of like he was starting to change because he was like, something was, like I said, I was there waiting for like a half hour. And some, I've waited out there almost an hour before, went inside and they were like, oh, we didn't even know we had the order. Oh, we don't got the order. The order's not here. And I'm like, what's on my phone? Oh yeah, well, we don't got it. I'm like, well, why did somebody came out and tell you? Because we didn't have it. So I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Because they're supposed to, like, sir. It just depends. Like certain locations, they gotta come to you. Other locations, you go in. But even earlier today, um, I pulled up at a location, and the lady came. I talked to her, and she was like, "Yeah, I'll go get it. I'll be right back." She never came. So after waiting like 20, 30 minutes there, I go inside, and I'm like, "I'm here for this." And they're like, "Oh, we don't have it." And I'm like, well, my phone says that you have it. So can you please go check before telling me you don't have it? I hate 
It's just this whole generation. These kids are just so lazy. They don't care. Like, they absolutely do not care about anything. So that's kind of what we was talking about with the Indian kid. He was like, I don't know what's wrong with these people. And he was like, it's just everybody we hire, man, they're just, something's wrong with every one of them. You know, he's like, I just don't get it. So that's how I knew I could start ministering to him because it takes somebody to realize that there's something wrong with the world, which is sin. It's a sin problem, you know. It's a Satan problem. It's a problem with the devil. You know what I mean? And he's literally got, I would say, at least a good 95% of the population under his control. You know, which just makes his ego and his arrogance skyrocket. You know what I mean? He's so confident that he's running the show. And it just disgusts me that God allows it. You know what I mean? But it's all because of free will. But that's, that's the thing. Like, you can't give free will to a stupid, stupid creation. We're stupid. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, you're giving us, you got high expectations for us, obviously. You know what I mean? Or you got high expectations for yourself that you're going to save the day. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, if anybody goes to hell, God failed. He failed as a God. If you lose one soul to hell, you failed in my opinion. You don't win in the end, in my opinion. If one soul goes to hell. You can't give free will to a stupid creation and have evil be the dominant force to mislead them and take them and lead them all to hell. It's a lose-lose situation. There's nothing good about that, you know? So that's why I always say, like, I got this love-hate relationship with the Lord, you know? I get everybody that is always saying wonderful things about God going on. This guy's just following this right my bucket right now. Go, 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 go. That, that's why I feel like everybody who's got the injection, there's something wrong with them. To where they're just constantly, they don't even realize it. And that's what I'm saying. The people that took the injection, they're probably going to be the ones that turn into the zombies. That are chasing down Christians. Because I'm already experiencing it. Every single day I experience it. I'm being harassed, bullied, chased by these, by like a good portion of the population. And since I drive for a living, I deal with it more. I see it more than the average person that's probably just sitting in their house. You know what I mean? Or sitting in a cubicle somewhere. Hold up. So, yeah, I want to finish uh, what I was talking about with the guy, with the kid. Um, so, you know, he was just complaining about some of the employees that he had to work with, and he was apologizing to me. And I'm like, no, I apologize for coming in there with, with an attitude, you know. And I was like... I just, I remember just, I, t I had to tell him like how I sat out there for like an hour one time and nobody told me anything or whatever, but I just told y'all. But actually, let me just pull over again because I got this guy that's just, that wants to be, ride me. I, I just don't get people that ride so close to somebody's bumper. I just don't understand that. Like it makes no sense. Like what if a little kid runs out? That's a car accident right there. If I have to slam on my brakes, you're going to slam into the back of my vehicle. So I just, I can't stand people that do that. I hate that. I hate when people do that.
Like you're not going to get anywhere any faster. You know what I'm saying? I want to get that bumper sticker that says the closer you uh, the closer you get, the slower I go. But anyways, um, he was reading this, the sticker on my car, and it says, um, and one thing I'm, I'm noticing now, there's more people that's looking at the stickers on my car. So I could tell, you know what I mean? Because I'm starting to, I'm get, getting a lot more looks, you know. Like, I, when I pulled up at that last location, the car I was next to, right when they started leaving, they literally stopped behind my vehicle just so they could read and laugh at it. You know what I mean? And so when that guy, when that kid came out, he was like, what's that mean? Vehicle will be unmanned in case of rapture. What is the rapture? And I was like, you don't know what the rapture is? He's like, I have no idea. So that's when I, I, I started going in. Like, we was already talking about, you know, the thing with the kid, the, his co-workers or whatever. So I'm like, I'm like, well, there's, I started by telling them that, you know, if you look at the history of the world, there's, there is um, evidence of a worldwide flood in all religions. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, so God destroyed the world by water the first time, the next time will be by fire. He's like, huh. And so that's when I, that's kind of just like how I got into like preaching to him, trying to share the gospel with him. I was trying really hard to get him to accept the Lord right before his boss, because I seen his boss looking at me and he just started marching straight towards me. And that's what I mean, like how Satan is able to use and manipulate so many people. Because so many people think that they're thinking these thoughts. They literally think that these thoughts that are in their mind are their thoughts. And that's the problem. And that's what makes me upset with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes me upset with the Lord. Like there really should be some type of privacy. There should be more of, of a knowing what thoughts, are, what thoughts are ours, what thoughts are from God, what thoughts are the world, and other people, which I feel like that is probably stronger than anything. Like you can remember something your mother, your father, your friend, something that somebody told you almost more or something from television or music more than what's a demon or what's of God or an angel, right? So, even though I have all these complaints and all these things that I want to point my finger and yell at God about, at the end of the day, I don't ever want to have that. I don't even want to have that meeting with him. I don't want to sit there and talk to him about none of it. Like, if I can make it out of this hellhole, if I can make it out of this life, I honestly think I'm going to just fly somewhere far away, away from everybody in heaven, a mountaintop somewhere. And just like sit on a mountaintop with some birds and just think and just reflect and just be at peace. Because it's just too much, man. This world is just too much to deal with. Today hasn't been such a bad day for me because of the fact that I chose to leave the city to go to work. So I chose to work out in the country today. And it's just about, there's a peacefulness being in nature and you're away from all of these people in the city. And I'm a city person. I live in the city.
but there's just this funk. There's just like this negative, thick residue on people in the city. You know what I mean? And being in the country, I couldn't tell you how many times a day somebody waved at me. People I've never seen before. Just walking down the streets, just wave to me. If I didn't see them, they'll, they'll, they'll wait a couple seconds and wave again. Two or three times to make sure that I've seen that they waved. It's just a different energy. You know what I mean? I like that. I wish I could. I wish I made enough money to live, you know, out of the city because it's peaceful, you know, and it's it's just something about being in nature. I mean, it's probably why Jesus always went into the wilderness. It's probably why Jesus always went out in the nature to pray and be alone with the Father. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm gonna jump off here. Um, I have been going through. Uh, the podcast and you know making a lot of things for, uh, under the membership well I don't want to say a lot but you know like every other episode I post a lot you know what I mean so I don't really feel like that's going to really bother anybody and I, I feel like everything that I post initially is going to be free for a few days or a week before I start to toggle every other episode as part of the membership. But I just want to give, you know, people um, that do sign up for the membership. Like I said, I only got one person, Adrian. <laughs> I know him by name. And not only did he get the membership, but he also sent me like, I don't know, what did he send me, like $50 or something. And he came at the perfect time, you know what I mean? Man, I man, if you can see where I'm at right now, these are like mini mansions. Wow, beautiful, beautiful houses. What do they do out here? They're probably all doctors. I don't know, man, but wow, this is amazing. I would love to live somewhere like this. This is beautiful. Nice. You couldn't tell by their cars. They got normal cars. You know what I mean? But I wish they tipped. thing to say <sighs> hold up real quick sometimes I just imagine like being a successful author I mean I am an author um, so I wrote six books if you didn't know and three of them are on Audible, so you could actually listen to them if you don't like to read. But I need to get back to that. I got to make some changes to some of the books because I know if I just do the color copies, they're super expensive. So I need to kind of make the. Um, I got to do um, black and white so it'll be cheaper. But um, I do envision that sometimes. I'm just like you know, like for my little creative visualization. For the Lord, like, Lord, I want to be a successful author. I want a big house with all these rooms, a room so I could box and, you know, practice my boxing and kickboxing. And then I want a, a painting room where I could paint big, 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 beautiful paintings. So, like, that's how I envision, you know, if I had time here. 
you know what I mean? Like if I was gonna live another 30 years or something like that, um, that's how I would envision living the second half of my life. Just by uh, being an author um, and a painter, you know. And I'd definitely be running the, the clothing company as well. I just don't think we had that type of time. But, um, but that would be cool, you know what I mean? Like, if I knew if I knew I was going to have the time here to, to live out my life, um, the way it's going, it looks like I'll probably be stuck working. I'm pretty ambitious, though, you know what I mean? Like, I still want to go finish my degree. And I do have goals and dreams. It's just, it's hard to do that when you just work so much for so little just don't have the free time to really do things like that because you're just constantly working to try to pay your bills um, but man I wonder what these people do I also, I also wanted to be like an architect as well you know I really like that I like I re that was like one of my interests in school was architecture and science um, but I mean I really could I really could have did anything because I like I could have been a doctor too because I really like that you know and I know I got the stomach for it because I was in the funeral industry so I was around you know I was picking up the deceased and you know when I went to the coroner's office I'd be there talking to the coroner and he'd always have a body opened up right there in front of me and probably had like a half eaten sandwich and a, and a coke on the counter next to it I mean he, it didn't bother him one bit at first, it's a little... I mean, it is grotesque, especially, like... I don't know what's worse, when they sew you back up or when they got you all opened up. But either way, um, I was just curious about things like that. You know? But anyway... Um, I'm going to jump off here. Sorry for yawning. And... Uh, Hopefully, you know, people don't get too upset with the membership thing. And like I said, um, I post a lot, you know what I mean? Like, I really post a lot of episodes. Like, I don't know what the average account posts, but when I go look through mine, I'm like, man, I'm doing like, you know, maybe like an average of, you know, probably a good 10 episodes a day. You know, I'm sure there's days where, like, on a bad day, I might upload two two or three episodes on a bad day. So I'd have to, I have to guesstimate that. I don't know. I don't Maybe it isn't ten episodes. Maybe it's, we'll just say five. You know, maybe an average of five episodes a day, give or take. Because I know I've had some days where I didn't post that much. And it's because the devil, you know, because he's busy. My friend hit me up today, like, we gotta watch the Jake Paul, Tommy Fury fight. Just like, Jake Paul's a Satanist, Tommy Fury's a Christian, I think Tommy Fury's gonna win. And uh, Saint AVS did a video on it, and I posted it on my Instagram. Uh, more is required, more underscore is underscore required on Instagram, on that account. 
Uh, but you could just go to St. AVS YouTube channel and watch it too. But yeah, I mean, he was basically just reviewing what happened with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. And Deontay Wilder was, you know, on all that universe stuff and believe, receive, achieve, the law of attraction. And then he was on um, ancestral spirits being in his body. And Tyson Fury won. That was the rematch, of course. And, uh,. Jake Paul wanted to title this event The Truth which seems kind of blasphemous because we know Jesus is the, the way, the truth and the life so yeah part of me wanted to watch it because I prayed against uh, Jake Paul being successful uh, having a demonic possession I was praying against it I was praying that something would happen where he would end up giving his life to Christ but additionally I remember the Lord gave me a dream this dude made it to heaven. That Jake Paul made it to heaven. And I was really confused about that dream. Like, I really was. You know what I mean? Because it was like we, we, we made the rapture and we were in the waiting room and he was in the waiting room after the rapture. Now, I don't personally believe that when the rapture happens or... I, well, what I believe is that we'll get changed in the twinkling of an eye. We'll receive our glorified bodies and that we'll be on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights before we ascend to heaven. Because that's what happened with Jesus. And the servant isn't greater than his master. So I do believe, you know, after Jesus was resurrected from the dead, that he was on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights before he ascended to heaven. So I feel like that's a, a plausible explanation for what we'll go through. So I feel like the dead in Christ will will rise and then um, those who are alive and which remain will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. And then I feel like 40 days after that you know, we'll ascend to heaven for the wedding feast or whatever. But, um, never yawn as much. You guys know I'll never yawn. <laughs> well, you don't know, but you know like I only yawn when I'm like, doing these uh, episodes. But yeah, there's a episode I posted about glorified bodies. And um, it's on my podcast somewhere. But I'll try to find it again and post it again. Alright, y'all. Peace.